0: Hi, everyone. It's Florence Bremer here. Welcome to another week of the Bonafide Legal Podcast. Bonafide Legal Podcast is a podcast to help attorneys and business owners with time management and lifestyle tips. I'm a mother, soon to be a grandmother, wife, movie enthusiast, fan of a great deal, restaurant lover, follower of many television shows, self-proclaimed fashionista, and overall in love with popular culture. Besides all this, I'm a lawyer. I've been a lawyer for 20 years. Throughout my practice, I struggle day by day to find balance between work and life. I do not have a magic answer on how to balance life in the law and life outside the law, but over the years, I've developed tips for living my best life and enjoying work and time off. This podcast, I actually have a very special guest. It's my daughter, Lillian Brummer. She is here with her dog, who is named Paul Rudd. And we are doing a podcast um, regarding some cleaning and organization tips from Lillian. Lillian is my daughter who is having the baby. She is about five weeks away from her due date. Um, It's late on a Sunday night as I record this. We had Lillian shower the day before, and it's a reason why she's um, my very special guest is because we've spent the weekend together planning and doing her shower, and then today she took me out for a very nice dinner. So we're going to talk a little bit about the shower. Um, Lillian is an expert at coming up with cleaning tips, and we also have, we've kind of spent the whole weekend together, so we have some... Um, reviews on some things that that we did together. So we're going to just do some brief party tips after we do her cleaning tips. We're going to give a review of Cartwright's which is in Cave Creek and we're also going to review the new Avengers Endgame movie. All right so my daughter Lillian is a nanny and she uh, takes care of one child who is almost um, a year and a half, and so she's very busy with that, and she's very busy with her household. She lives with her fiancé, and I wanted to talk to her on the air today because one of the things that's a struggle for me with my schedule is cleaning. I never get to clean. Um, I feel like I'm always kind of perpetually in a mess, and I'm always behind on that, And after having my two older girls who as teenagers were very messy, as adults they're very clean. And Lillian will soon be starting an Instagram where she's going to talk about her cleaning tips and I'll announce that when it becomes, um, when it it comes out. But for now we're going to have her as a guest on the show and we're going to talk about some of her tips. One that she has talked to me about is her one-touch tip and I'm going to have her describe what that is.
1: Hi mom, thanks so much for having me on the show tonight. My one-touch rule is when you walk in the house, for example, um, instead of setting your jacket on the couch and throwing your shoes by the couch, um, put them exactly where they belong instead of having to go back and grab them again um, so you only have to touch them that one time. Another one of my rules is my 10-minute rule if a room takes you more than 10 minutes to tidy uh, you probably have too many items in that room Um, that is not including deep cleaning dusting things like that
0: you have quite a few pets and what do you do to keep on top of that first say how many pets you have and then say what you do to
1: sort of keep all that under control Alright, I have three cats and a dog, which is quite a bit going on, and quite a bit of dust with all that cat hair. Um, A big thing for me is brushing the cats quite often. If you brush them just about every day, um, that will control the dust a lot. Another big thing is unfortunately having to vacuum every few days, but it helps a lot.
0: What is your recommendation for a cleaning schedule? Do you think a little bit every day is good, or do you say get it all out in one day?
1: I think having a task every day. For example, on Mondays, we do the bathrooms. On Tuesdays, we do the kitchen. And then um, if you have a more free day on the weekend, then you can get all your extra stuff done that has built up or things that you weren't expecting to have to do throughout the week, then you can worry about that on the weekend when you have more time.
0: Do you recommend using any apps
1: that have task lists or do you like to make your own task list? I like to make my own, um, but I did just hear about this one that my sister's using called Toddy. T-O-D-Y. Um, you can categorize, which is a big thing for me. I really like to categorize my lists when I write them down myself and this app uh, allows you to do so and um, you can do it in a lot of different ways which is really cool you can do them you know you can categorize it from just cleaning to things you just need to do on a daily as far as errands and um, making phone calls and appointments and things like that and you can schedule them to uh, how often you need to do them and how long they are and things like that. It's actually really cool and I'd like to check it out a little bit more. You also
0: watch a toddler and soon you're having your own little baby. What are some tips that you have for clean up when you have a little one in the house or are taking care of a little one?
1: Well a big thing for me is not to worry about it so much when they're out and playing and to let them make a mess and to let them do their own thing and then when you have the time when they go to sleep or taking a nap um, to kind of get what you can done but um, to not stress so much when they take out too many toys or um, another big thing throughout the day when they are out and playing is to let them play with one thing at a time for example if they're playing with legos Clean up all the Legos, have them help you clean up all the Legos before they move on to the next thing. The younger you start, the easier it will be later on.
0: You had your baby shower yesterday, and I threw it, so I was there and I saw it. You received a lot of gifts. What are some tips that you have for cleanup after you have a large amount of new items coming into the house?
1: Well, this was actually more of a new thing for me. I haven't had um, so many gifts and whatnot before, really. So this, uh, I kind of had to figure out for myself this time. And what I did was I set up uh, the baby's room kind of to where I knew where things were going to go already. Um, So when I came in, I, you know, I went through and I got all the, burp cloths and I put them all exactly where they were supposed to go and I kind of went from there knowing where things were going to end up which made things a lot easier rather than just having a big room of stuff and not being so overwhelmed of where things should go so that was nice to kind of plan it out in my head although I didn't know exactly what I was going to get it was nice to know um a little bit of an idea
0: a segue into talking about the shower is I just wanted to share with the listeners a couple tips that I had for planning a party. Um, With my schedule, working every day, being in court all the time, it was very difficult. And I just want to share some things that I did to um, plan the shower and and end up having a, a good time. The very, very first thing I did was when we were thinking about the shower was number one, Thinking about a venue, and I knew my house wasn't going to cut it. I have a super large extended Italian family. Um, of course, Lillian has her own friends. Um, there were other friends that I had that I invited. The guest list was very large, and I knew right away I needed to get organized. So, number one, I needed to find a place to have the party, and. I had it at the Anthem Civic Center. They had a nice big room with lots of tables, they supplied the ice, there was a big countertop for the food, and it was economical. So I rented that out, and luckily because I started planning early, I had enough time to get a date, which was very lucky because I called them in February looking for a date in April and they were already booked for April, but I was able to get May 4th. So not too far from what I was originally looking for, but it definitely told me that I needed to plan early. Number two was the invitations. I used Shutterfly and I uploaded a picture of Lillian with, um, with her belly turned to the side looking very cute and we had gone to Disneyland in January and we had a photo with Winnie the Pooh and put that on there and it was very easy. And then Shutterfly also put my return address on the envelopes and and that was no problem. It took me five minutes to put the invitations together. And then I had to think about the food after that. For me, I knew I wasn't going to cook. It was too many people I was having it at a place that wasn't my home, and I had to decide what to feed people. So I catered, and I catered at a place called Witch Witch. They had giant trays of sandwiches that you could buy. Um, They were half sandwiches, all different flavors. They had three different varieties that you could choose. Because of the number of people that I'm having, I bought one of each variety. So there was about... 18 different types of sandwiches to choose from, and it was a hit. I also got cupcakes from Sprinkles. That was more on the expensive side, but it's such a treat to get cupcakes from Sprinkles, and everyone seemed delighted by that, so I felt that that was um, well worth the cost. The other thing that I did was delegate. Luckily, I have another daughter who is an adult, And she helped with the party favors, she helped with the games, she helped with the decorations. That took a huge load off of my plate. And um, then my final tip is Costco. And I think I have mentioned it in other podcasts, but Costco is a lifesaver when you're dealing with large groups of people. I used Costco for a vegetable tray, a fruit tray, large bag of tortilla chips, a delicious dip. The dip was a hit. It all was great. Um, the plates, the cups, the water bottles, um, all of that ended up being so cost effective and so economical for the party. So those are just a few tips I'll, I'd give for trying to plan a party in A short period of time while you're having a schedule that is not allowing you a lot of time for party planning. Um, The other thing I want to say about the party is the day of. Here's the mistake I made about the day of. I was way too ambitious on what I could get done on the day. Saturday is my day, as I've said before, to take my long walk in the morning. And I did that. I got up at five, I took my long walk. And then I came home, showered, started getting ready for the party. And in the two hours before the party, it felt like a tornado. I had the cupcake delivery person calling me, they had arrived early. Um, I had to pick up my oldest daughter and all the decorations. I had to deliver everything from my office, the waters, everything else. I really should have just skipped my walk that morning. So that's the final tip I'll give about the party is that when you have that sort of day, don't try to cram too much in. And I, and I definitely did, and I exhausted myself. And then the, what I did after the party is I went and, and saw the Avengers, and I'll talk about that in a moment. Before I get to that, I just wanted to do a spot for a friend of the show. It's Mackie Insurance Group, which is an independent insurance agency located in Anthem, Arizona, Tim Mackey and his staff represent over 30 of the top insurance carriers in the industry. Whether it be auto, home, commercial, Medicare, or life insurance, Mackey Insurance will find you the right coverage at a highly competitive price. Mackey Insurance is a proud member of the business network of Anthem since 2005. The BNA are local names you can trust. Mackey Insurance can be reached at 623-551-3585. This will be a shorter show. I'm going to be wrapping up in a few minutes, but I have three um, referrals for some su- fun things for you. One is something you can stream. Two is a movie to see at the movies. And then three is a good restaurant. So first of all, um, the last two things are actually things that Lillian did with me. So I'm going to talk about the streaming idea 1st There. They're is a true crime that I've talked about before. It's the story of Susan Powell and her two sons, who were all killed by her husband and the father of the boys, Joshua Powell. And Oxygen has just done a documentary, I think it's two parts. The first one is aired last night, May fourth. You it's it's playing kind of on repeat, or you can watch it on the oxygen app. It's called The Disappearance of Susan Cox Powell. And this is a story that I have told before. It was a book that I had read and a book that I had recommended, which is If I Can't Have You. And the documentary if you if you read the book and you're familiar with the story definitely watch the documentary if you're if you haven't read the book and aren't familiar with the story i definitely recommend this documentary it's also very important because it also outlines how people can be victims of domestic violence and it is behind the scenes where it can be financial domestic violence or emotional domestic violence and which in this case, Susan suffered from and then unfortunately was killed by her husband. Susan lived in Utah. Um, she was a member of the Mormon faith, highly religious. She had two little boys with her husband, and through the years that they were married, these are two young people, by the way, and in their 20s. And through the years that they were married, he was very controlling on the finances. He also had this father who was in love with Susan. And he was sexually obsessed with her. And he would video her and video her in the bathroom. So as horrible as a life she had with her husband, she also had this beyond creepy father in law, who most likely, if you if you watch the story, probably had something to do with her death, or the cover up of her death. And she went missing. Her body to this day has never been found. The documentary has footage of her life with Joshua. It has footage of the creepy father-in-law who videoed her as she was leaving work, as she was walking down the street. You can't even imagine it. You couldn't even make this up. Um, So I highly recommend this if you're a fan of true crime like I am. This one is fascinating. Okay, let's move on to a review of the Avengers Endgame. I highly recommend this movie. It was a wonderful, touching, thrilling, funny way to end the circle of movies in the Marvel Universe. Obviously, I think there'll be more. We know Spider-Man's coming out in the next month, but Endgame was the sequel to Infinity War from last week year I don't want to tell too much I'm not going to do any spoilers but if you saw Infinity War you know it ended on a on a sad note a, a downbeat and in Endgame are they going to come back from it you got to watch the movie I see this movie as being um, three acts and I'm not even going to say what the acts are because that ruins it too but if you love Marvel and if you've been watching the movies you need to go see this. Um, Captain Marvel, the movie came out about a month, two months ago. If you haven't seen Captain Marvel, try to go see it before Endgame. But not seeing Captain Marvel will not keep you behind in Endgame. But there's a, you should be semi caught up. If you've at least seen one of the Guardians, um, one of the Thor's, one of the Captain America's, you've seen at least an Iron Man, Ant-Man is helpful. They're all interconnecting. I I highly recommend it. I laughed. I was sad. It was three hours, if you can believe it. And it was not a movie where I felt it was three hours. I felt it because I needed to get up at one point and um, use the restroom, but I didn't feel it from the sense of, Am I bored? And I think a lot of that had to do with how the movie was set up, where it was basically these three acts, three very different, um, three very different areas in the movie that are covered. And it was very exciting throughout, lots of good humor, as always. And I'm going to hand the microphone to Lillian so we can get her take on Avengers Endgame
1: i thought the movie was absolutely incredible and again as she was saying with it being a three-hour movie and it not really feeling it i myself have a hard time sitting through a movie that long and i didn't feel like it was that long and uh as she mentioned before i'm pregnant i'm quite far along and i was a bit uncomfortable throughout the movie and it was it was still didn't feel like i was sitting for three hours it was incredible Um, It was definitely one of the best Marvel movies I've seen um, altogether. Um, I would love to see it again already. (laughs) I just saw it last night.
0: Okay, thanks very much. Obviously, you can see we're big fans of Marvel, big fan of the Avengers. I think it's a movie anyone would like. We went with a large group of people, and everyone was a fan. Okay, before we... End the program for tonight. We're going to do a review of the restaurant Cartwright's. Um, as a disclosure, my daughter's fiance works there as a bartender and waiter, so you may find we're a little biased, but I don't think um, we really are. This w- is a restaurant that is in um, Cave Creek, it's on Cave Creek Road. Just Google it, you'll find it. It is Fine dining at its best. It is very, um, very much not a chain restaurant. The menu is very different, um, but there's things that, who, whatever kind of food you like, you're going to be a fan of it. There is a in in kind of an unusual twist. There is a sushi menu, and then there's kind of a regular menu, Um, and. We are vegetarian, and we found things to eat occasionally. Lillian and I will both eat fish, and actually, we tried the salmon tonight, which was exquisite. We had the um, a few of the sides to try a few things. I highly recommend it. The sides are unusual and delicious. There was a gnocchi, there was a risotto. Um, We also had um, what was the other one, Lillian? What am I? Oh, yeah, the we, mushrooms. the mushrooms. Okay. So I love mushrooms. And they had a mushroom medley. And I was expecting it just to be kind of like regular sauteed mushrooms. No, not at all. These were oyster mushrooms, which if you're vegetarian, or even if you're not, I think something like oyster mushrooms can be very similar almost to like eating a steak, like very meaty, very um, satisfying. Uh, We had a salad to start with. It was delicious. It had a homemade dressing. It had dark greens, which I'm not always a huge fan of because I think sometimes dark greens in a salad can be wilted tasting or kind of grainy tasting or not really have any flavor. This was a very flavorful salad. Cartwright's is sort of a a, a farm-to-table restaurant, they um, forage for fresh ingredients, they butcher their own meats, they find uh, ingredients and fish from local restaurants, and the wait staff will tell you all about it. And with exquisite detail and, and, and be able to answer any questions that you have, this place is really great for a special night out the decor is really cool and it's a large restaurant so if you do want to do a large party it's definitely set up for it so I highly recommend it this was my first time going there Lillian's been there a few times and I'm going to turn the microphone I'm going to turn the microphone over to her for a second so she can just give her take on her feelings about Cartwrights
1: all right um, Cartwright's was so good tonight. It was probably my favorite time going. Uh, normally I've gone and I've tried the specials which are always delicious and today I actually looked at uh, their basic menu, their basic everyday menu um, for one of my first times I think and uh, the salmon was so good. I would totally get it again and um they have a great bar you can sit at as well which is awesome and a ton of seating room different um different areas and different rooms where you can sit so if you're having a big party you can totally um reserve like a different area and um as she was saying with the wait staff explaining everything to you you walk in and you sit down and they exp- they tell you details of the restaurant and kind of how um They got built up to where they are and um, sometimes when the chef does have time, he'll come out and he'll explain your dish and explain kind of um, how he got some of the ingredients and in the mornings he'll go out and forge for different ingredients and I think he, um, I don't know for sure, so don't take my word off of this, but I think he'll uh, make specials and stuff based off of things he finds and what's in season and what he's forging for on that daily basis, which is really interesting. And um, he worked in a lot of different places before here, which is where he got the steak and sushi kind of mixed together. And it's not really just a steakhouse or just a seafood place. So um, I think that's really interesting too. You can see a lot about him. uh, If you look up the restaurant as well. Um, The owners are super nice. And the chef is one of the owners, um, and the owners are super nice and welcoming and come and talk to you when you go and eat, so you feel really welcome, and you feel like you're in a really nice place when you're there. It's an incredible place to be, and I think everybody should check it out.
0: Thank you, Lillian. A final thing I'll say about Cartwright's is they also have a tasting mem- menu where you can order that. You can order it with a wine selection and the chef will cook for you. That's so cool. I have not seen that at a restaurant out here. I have seen it in San Francisco. I've seen it in Chicago. I have not seen it since I have been in Arizona. So again, I hope. I definitely hope people will go based on our review and recommendation. Where I'm going to close for tonight, remember that you can find me on Facebook under my name. You can find me on Instagram and Tumblr under Florence Legally Brunette. I'll, I'll have one comment about that. I was um, looking at the guide on the cable today, and today on Keeping Up with the Kardashians, the episode was titled Legally Brunette because Kim is studying to be a lawyer. So I was like, come on, Kim Kardashian's saying that? But okay, whatever. I'm the original Legally Brunette. Um, you can also find me on. Um, Twitter at Florence Law, and you can find me on my website at BrummerLaw.com. Signing off. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. Bye-bye.